Running a pet business is no walk in the park. I've been there, done that, and sure have the campfire stories to prove it. That's why Pet Boss Nation created Camp Pet Boss, where you can relax at a beautiful lake, refuel your leadership confidence with our in-person activities, and reignite your passion for the pet business of your dreams with your pet industry peers and trusted experts. Camp Pet Boss is a one-of-a-kind business retreat that mixes conference learning sessions and camp-like activities for pet professionals and their dogs. When was the last time that you got away from your business, unplugged from the chaos, and reconnected with your inner entrepreneurial spirit? And I hope that you heard me, that your furry best friend could be there too. Get ready for the most amazing and unique in-person adventure for pet business owners and their dogs, happening this summer in Lake Delton, Wisconsin, August 27th through the 30th of 2024. Tickets will sell out, and one building is already booked solid, So I want you to hit pause on this podcast and visit camppetboss.com right now to make sure that you have a room reserved. Your ticket price includes all food, lodging, and seminars. Need another reason to secure your ticket early? How about a massive discount of savings of $850 off your ticket? That's right. Early bird pricing is happening right now, but not for much longer. And I can't wait to hang out with you at camp this summer and share all those juicy pet boss stories around the campfire. Are you going to Global Pet Expo this year or are you on the fence about going? Whether you are a retailer or a manufacturer and you really want to expand your business and grow, this is the perfect opportunity to go to the show. And we're giving you all the tips and tricks for you to boss your way right through those doors. Join us for a special episode hosted by yours truly, the Pet Boss Nation team, Maddie Schutz and Yolanta Smolsky. Welcome to the Boss Your Business Podcast, the show for the local pet business owner. If you have a physical building, carry inventory, have a team, or dream of having one someday, then this podcast is for you. You'll hear honest conversations from pet pros work in the streets of Main Street, where dog business is big business. I'm your show host, Candace Daniolo, the founder of Pet Boss Nation and a pet business coach. I've started, scaled, and sold three successful pet businesses, and now help mentor thousands of pet professionals to see success faster together. I'm sharing my favorite business tips with you, mixed with the latest secrets of what's working now, especially in this challenging world. So if you're a pet supply store, grooming salon, dog daycare, boarding facility, pet sitter, dog trainer, or really anyone covered in fur, let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Boss Your Business podcast by Pet Boss Nation. My name is Yolanta and I'm here with Maddie and we are the team behind Pet Boss Nation. And we're so excited to be here just talking to you guys about the upcoming Global Pet Expo show for 2023. How are you feeling, Maddie? Are you excited or what? I'm super excited. So am I. And uh, the reason that you're hearing from us today is actually because our founder of Pet Boss Nation, Candace Doniolo, is on maternity leave with her first baby, Carmine. And so we are picking things up where they were left off and getting you guys ready for this amazing show that's coming up towards the end of the month. 
So let's let's get to know each other a little bit better, you know, us and the podcast listener. Maddie, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey there, guys. I'm Maddie Schutz. I'm still not used to saying that last thing yet. I just got married in October, so I don't think I've actually introduced myself with that last name. So Congrats. I am the creative director here at Pet Boss Nation. I am also the owner and founder of Modern Companion. Modern Companion is a lifestyle accessory brand, as well as I operate a brick-and-mortar pet boutique located in Chapin, South Carolina. And we are committed to being a community-driven brand and boutique that creates and curates products for stylish pets and their humans. Uh, we create innovative accessories that follow the latest fashion trends made with craftsmanship and one-of-a-kind patterns that are functionally fitting for the modern-day pet. And Modern Companion sells direct to consumers. We sell through our website. We also have the storefront, and not only does the storefront carry our products, but it also carries well-known brands and small business-driven brands that match our aesthetic and our mission. So over the past few years, I've come to understand both perspectives from the retailer side and the brand and manufacturing side. It is truly eye-opening and an experience. So I'm always excited for global and getting to see both sides and understand it. So it, it's going to be a good time. We're really excited. Awesome. And we're so glad to have you on the team, Maddie, because you bring that perspective as a pet business owner and really are, are empowered to serve our Pet Boss Club members on such a higher level as a result. So thank you so much. You're welcome. I love being part of the team. We're awesome. We're better together, right? Yes. Community over competition. <laughs> That's one of our mantras. So I'm Yolanta Smolsky, and I'm the operations manager behind Pet Boss Nation. I've been with the team for over a year and a half now. And when I first started, it was just me, Maddie, and Candace. Since then, we've grown to a team of seven, including other contractors that we work with on the team. And we're constantly growing. So it's just a very exciting time to be a part of this company and this brand. I came into it as a contractor my business is Pet Pro Media, and I actually focus on helping other pet businesses with their business development, which looks like sales, lead generation, and retention strategy. And I've had the pleasure to bring that perspective into helping our support our Pet Boss Club members who really are just so wonderful to work with. You know, these are people who are inspired to really better themselves and their businesses, and it's such a great environment to be in. And so, you know, here we are, you and me, Maddie, we are holding down the fort for Pet Boss Nation at, while Candace is with Baby Carmine. And we're so excited to be representing Pet Boss Nation at Global Pet Expo and to bring you guys today a sneak peek, a preview, and also a fast lesson in getting ready since it's coming up really close and it may feel like the last minute. So we're going to jump right in. So Maddie, are we ready to go? Yes, I'm ready to go. Awesome. Okay, so this Global Pet Expo is going to be chock full of lots of opportunities to find incredible products and meet incredible people and learn at the learning sessions. Let me give you guys a rundown of some stats. We have at this Global Pet Expo that's happening March 22nd through the 24th, uh, we have 984 booths already and more being added daily over 300,000 square feet of exhibitor space. And if you can imagine, last year, we had over 5,000, in fact, 5,400 people attend the Global Pet Expo show. And this year, it's projected to be even more. So it's going to be a huge, huge, huge event. 
Now let's go into talking about why it's really important and critical for you to be at this event. Maddie, why don't you share some, some of your intake on that? So Global Pet Expo is not open to the public. So you do have to be a qualified pet business to attend. And this expo is a great opportunity if you are a pet business with that either wants to offer or expand your product-based offerings in your business. If you are a maker, a brand, a creator, or a manufacturer that you want to take your wholesale channel to the next level, or if you want to connect and make new relationships with other pet professionals, including us pet bosses, and or if you want to get free education, because what's better? Free, of course, and on ways to improve different areas of your business. So if you are thinking about any of those, or if you're on the line, these are great reasons why to join us and to be a part of Global. Definitely. And if this is your first time ever going to Global Pet Expo, guess what, guys? You're in for such a treat. In fact, last year in 2022, um, it was Maddie and my first time at Global Pet Expo. Maddie, why don't you talk a little bit about your experience and first impression from that? Yeah, my first impression uh, was just how big the pet industry truly is. And like when you walk in and you immediately feel this sense of like overwhelming sensation, but at the same time, you're super happy and like the floors are clean. It's a breath of fresh air. Like your feet don't hurt yet. It's just, you come in and you're just like so overwhelmed, but I, I feel awake and I'm, I'm just, I was so impressed with the presentations of these booths and the sessions that they provide. And it's, was again, it's always awesome to meet other pet professionals and get to know people that I've been talking to through social media and all the pet boss club members and getting um, them together and getting to know them. And also, uh, for those who didn't know, it was also our first time meeting the team, which was like so crazy because we all we all work remote. That was an exciting feeling. So I'm so glad I wore comfortable shoes because we did a lot of walking and my feet hurt no matter what. But uh, I definitely was glad I was wearing comfortable shoes after that. That was uh, my first experience at Global. I've done Super Zoom in the past, but every time I go, it's just, again, it's the same feeling right over. So how I know that was also your, your first experience and what was your impression like? Well, for me, it was my first time going to such a huge pet industry event. I have been working in the pet industry since 2020, actually technically 2019. I started as a dog walker in 2019, but in 2020, that was when I actually started doing marketing and management for pet businesses. And never did I even envision and imagine that I would be attending an event like this. So I love networking. And when I was, when I got to Orlando, I was like, this is where I belong. These are my people, you know, we're all pet passionate. And we're all trying to just help uh, pets live their best lives. Like that's that's really like at the core of a lot of the people that I got to interact with and in their mission. And I just feel so aligned being in this pet industry and the chance to physically be with people, whether it's the Pet Boss Nation team or it's with other pet industry professionals, um, it makes it all feel so real when you are otherwise, you know, just working with your head down in your business. The fact that it's a huge global industry um, really comes together when you're at an event like this. And so my impression was like, wow, this is so exciting. This is so much fun. This is a lot to absorb, a lot to consume. So you do want to walk in with a strategy. You want to have an understanding of like, okay, 
what are the top three outcomes that I need to get out of being here? You only have three days. So you really need to maximize your time as much as possible. And if you plan ahead, what I found was that, my gosh, I walked away feeling like a, a you know victory. I was like, you know, I came here, what I, I got done, what I set out to do, and I'm just so excited for the year to come because it's kind of like also a nice like refresher, right? Like every year you're going to these events and it's like, yeah, this is what I'm about. This is, you know, what I'm what I'm uh, doing in my business. It really just comes out more when you're around similar like-minded people and entrepreneurs who are all committed to doing the same thing and being in the pet industry. So you guys who are going for the very first time, get ready, buckle in. It's going to be so much fun. And we're here today to help make sure to bring down that overwhelm and just give you some quick tips so that way you can walk out of that show feeling like a victor and that you've, you know, you came, you conquered and you won. <laughs> All right. With that said, let's go into these quick tips. So first thing that we're going to start talking about is what to do as a buyer and retailer at the show. So the first time that I went to a trade show, I, I really didn't have a plan because I didn't know what to expect and I did not know what I was doing and I just kind of winged it because you know you don't know and if you don't have a community like we have you just really just go into it overwhelmed and from that experience I really learned a lot and I definitely would have done stuff differently so the first thing is to look at the map ahead of time and really make a plan if you get familiar with the layout of it because it's huge it's a huge thing and you don't have to go to every single booth and, and do everything in one day. Again, you have those three days to kind of map out and go with the educational sessions as well. But there's also an app that you can download. But I've also learned that the Wi-Fi connection is not the greatest while you're there. So that's why it's always good to plan ahead and to get that map. And you can mark booths on it. You can write little notes on the app. Uh, it also gives you directions, I learned, so that if you are in a location and you want to go to a certain booth, it'll like give you like a little like Google map of where to go and where to walk because that was only as confusing what the booth numbers were because it would go from one and then it'd be like, wait, where's the other like 200? So it's a little confusing, but that definitely helps. The next thing to do is make a list. A global is a great way to foster and build those relationships with your suppliers and vendors. And I'm going to be honest, I am not the best with names. I'm the best with dog names and knowing my customer's dog. But when it comes to like the people that I'm talking to, I'm, I'm not the best. And I admit that. And I get a lot of reps that I've never met and or I only get to see at these trade shows. So before the show, we put together a spreadsheet and it's with all the current vendors and manufacturers who we know are attending. And we put down their booth numbers. We put down our specific rep's name, their email, and their phone number, and if we if we have one, and any deals that they may have emailed us about the show offerings. And if we don't know our rep, or it's maybe a new business that we're super interested in, we really want to start making that relationship. And we make it a priority at that show to go to that specific booth and make sure we either get that information, we establish that relationship, and I also sometimes like to even email them in advance, like to see if they're even if that specific rep that comes to my store is attending, because sometimes they're not depending on where you're located. But also then I can reach out and be like, well, who should I talk to while I'm there? And 
even if I'm not going to buy anything from them, I still make an effort to go to their booth and ask and to meet with my rep. And the reason why I do this is, again, it's just establish that communication because reps can do wonders for your business. My reps have come to my events. They've uh, set up booths at them. They've given me amazing deals for special events or just helping out in general. And they can be a great asset, but you also have to be willing to put in a bit of work. So addressing them by their name, remembering what their name is when you come to see them and having a conversation with them is super important. And if you have questions or you need to ask your rep like a lot of things, I definitely recommend scheduling a meeting beforehand. Most reps they have, they reach out to you or you can reach out to them and they have specific times that they can dedicate to sitting down with you and going over those questions. So because some booths can get crazy and you may be waiting a little while, but so if you have a lot of questions or you're excited about a specific booth, I would reach out to them in advance and I'm guaranteed that they will make time to sit down with you and then you have that time and you can really um, establish that relationship. So number one most important thing is to know your rep and have a plan to know which kind of booths you're going to. Even though you will get distracted, I 100% guarantee you with other things, it's definitely only just to check off the current relationships that you have. Awesome, Maddie. So I'm curious to know, do you actually uh, buy anything at the show? So personally, I don't always buy at the show. I usually take it home and I determine what I want when I get back. But if you are going to buy at the show, here's like a few things that I recommend doing because I did not do my first time being at a show is making sure you're tracking your totals and making sure that you have a shipping date and making sure that I made the mistake of not doing that. And what happened was afterwards, I had to email all my vendors and remember what I bought and what I didn't buy. And then I would have like surprise packages show up at the store. And I'm like, when did I buy that? That was like months ago. Cause we're really, sometimes you're buying for different seasons. And so just having like a sheet, taking a picture of the invoice when you get there, just so that you have a reminder of what you have bought and also making sure you have a budget before you go. So if you are gonna buy, making sure you stick to that budget because it can, again, it's so overwhelming and you're like, I just wanna buy everything and this and that. And you have to have that sense of uh, self-control, which is very hard when you just wanna have it all. Bring an extra suitcase because the amount of free products and the samples and the flyers that you get is crazy. So I always will pack a suitcase inside a suitcase just to have it. So then you have a way to bring it home with you because you get fun things that you can share when you get back and you need a way to transport them, especially if you're flying. I learned that lesson last year too. And so make sure that when you book your plane tickets, guys, you buy the option where it allows you to check in some luggage because I ended up bringing home like things that had liquids that I couldn't you know, bring on the plane as a carry-on. So that's just a quick tip there. Um, really plan ahead on bringing products home. It's really awesome, the, the kind of stuff that you can discover and take home with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been, my dogs get super excited for all of them, too. <laughs> yeah, it's their reward for being good dogs while we're away from them. <laughs> now, uh, something that also is a lot of fun at Global is how everything that you see there can be content. Why don't you talk about that a little bit more, Maddie? So in Candace's favorite words, everything is content. Everything is content. And so when you're there, you want to record and take pictures of everything. Not sure if your customers like a product, 
Snap a picture and put it on your Instagram stories with a poll. Make sure your phone is charged, bring a brick, and ha record everything because that way you can remember products that you see. Uh, you can go live on the floors and really talk to your vendors. Again, if you have that established relationship, you can have them go on live with you and talk about a product. And that's just going to boost your community engagement online for your following and get people interested and excited that you're going to bring in new products. So if you're not really sure if this product's going to do well, ask your audience because they're going to tell you what what they like. And, and that way you can it helps in the buying decision when you can get advice and communicate that with your customers right up front from just showing them what's going on, the behind the scenes. They love it. So content is everything and you really just want to just be recording. Even if you're not sharing it in that moment, that way you have it back and you can make footage and videos and content later on that you may need to showcase a product. 1000%. And you'll notice even if you do end up posting things as you are at the show, um, a lot more of your followers engaging with you because uh, the average pet parent doesn't know Global Pet Expo exists. So if they see this content coming up on your feed or in your stories and your videos, they're going to be like, oh, my God, you know, what what is all this? And they'll get hyped up and excited about what you're going to be bringing back from the show and what you're going to be um, carrying in your business. So definitely follow Maddie's advice here on that. <laughs> so let's segue a little bit uh, to talk about the flip side of Global Pet Expo, which is tips for manufacturers and exhibitors at the show. Um, so Maddie started out in her business as a manufacturer and can attest to, you know, some some really great experiences and tips from this perspective. I'll take it away, Maddie. So I have never personally showcased my own products at such a high level trade show. But as of being a vendor, I've done a lot of shows and I have a lot of advice and I've learned a lot of lessons just from doing it in my own communities, um, doing it across state lines. So shows like this cost a lot of money and they can really be life-changing for brands. So you really do need to be willing to invest in it because it does matter and it shows. And I'm going to share some tough love, but I think my fellow brands will thank me for it. Your brand, your voice, and the way you present your booth is super important. And if it doesn't catch someone's eye and it doesn't look inviting or interesting, they're going to walk right by it. And from a retailer perspective, if I'm walking right by your product, how do I know my customers are not going to do the same thing on my shelves? So some of the booths there have like crazy interactive components like the claw machine at the fringe booth where you can like claw, use the claw and get like one of those small toys. You don't have to go that crazy. But I, if you have the ability to, I, I encourage craziness. I'm all about, you know, just executing crazy ideas. But interactivity can also be so simple, like at Scout's Honor booth at Super Zoo last year, they had a Polaroid camera and they took pictures of attendees licking the sour apple spray. And it was super cost effective, but it created that engagement and created good content. It was a great marketing tactic and retailers were like sharing it on their social media. And as a retailer, when looking at products, it's not always about the price. My goal as a retailer is to give customers an experience. And I'm always looking for ways to market that product that gives that experience. So especially this year at the show, I'm looking for ways I can either collaborate with the brands 
and find ways that they can provide me with a unique and fun product that I can take back and provide that experience for my customers. So while also obviously checking my boxes, so making sure it fits with my mission and the aesthetic, but the uniqueness and how it will catch my eye is important. And the packaging is important. And the fun tips and tricks I can use to engage with my customers is just important as the customer service that I'm providing. And as a retailer and as a brand, I giving that to your retailer and showing that experience in your booth will definitely be eye-catching and will really help. Yeah, when it comes to some really outstanding brand activations that we saw at Global Pet Expo, the things that stood out to me the most are A, height. So one of the brands, which is Snuggaroos by Health Extension, actually created this humongous arch of balloons and rainbow colors with clouds at the bottom and everybody was migrating there to take pictures so you want to think about like how can you make your display really easy to to notice and also make it photogenic because then when people are resharing reposting on social your brand name is going to be on huge display because of that photo opportunity that you created another activation that was really great was by Funky Flingers, which they had this nice amount of space next to their booth where they were having people as they were passing by buyers take their product and test it. They were taking this ball and having them fling it down the aisle in order to engage them with their product, which was extremely clever. And I think they ended up winning one of like the new product showcase too. Yes, they definitely did. I think they came in first place. So, you know, congrats again. Another thing I want to bring up is when it comes to the way your brand is, I had a brand come into my store the other week and we were discussing products and I mentioned to them the way that their packaging worked and like how it looked. And to me, packaging is so important and my business personally caters to millennials and that Gen Z pet parent and my customers care about the ingredients, yes, but we're in the day and age where aesthetic also influenced the buyer decision. And you could have the best product in the world. And I could tell my customers how amazing it is. But if the packaging doesn't stand out, it will not sell on my shelves. So making sure that your packaging is up to date, it's really standing out and that a retailer is going to come by and be very curious about it. So giving them that experience is really what's going to help sell more product for you. So and going uh, back to your booth about uh, having a space to walk around your booth, making sure that it, you know, it's approachable and it really stands out from the outside. So I, it's, it just is, yeah, it's really important. And it, the aesthetic and the way that it's designed, it matters. And it's definitely an investment. But like I said, these kind of shows are life-changing to brands. Almost 5,000 buyers were there. 5,400 last year. Yeah, I mean, that's, and that's like your demographic, that's your audience, that's who's buying. And they get 5,000 people came and made a purchase order for your product. It's insane to think about. So you really need to be willing to invest up front in order to get that return that you're looking for. So let's talk about also deadlines and ordering. When it comes to being a brand and being on the floor, it's very overwhelming because, you, again, you're going to get so many retailers interested in your product and really wanting to buy it and bring it into their store right away. 
So it's very important to make sure that you have clear timelines for your product. And if it's a product that is currently being made or you haven't actually released the product and you just have samples of it, and maybe it's a pre-order that you do, but you definitely want to have a clear deadline and clear timelines for when you're going to be able to provide the retailers with the product. So, and also figuring out how you're going to accept orders on the spot. Is it a piece of paper? Are you bringing an iPad? Are you giving them like a flyer that they're going to take home? Making that whatever experience, again, it's all about the experience, easy and clear and will help your retailers be like, this is a great customer service. This is a great product. I'm really glad to do this relationship with them. So also making that handout uh, memorable is super important since I'm bringing that suitcase home with a bunch of things. Your flyer wants to stand out the way that it looks. If it's not just a piece of paper, maybe it's a QR code that you scan and that's how I buy. Just making it so that I don't lose it from when I go from where I am to going back home is also important. And following up with retailers when you get home to be like, hey, remember I did this? Maybe not right away but a few weeks after the show and showing that you know you care about the the person that you want to do business with and hey like i my products still here maybe offering the deadlines uh to any show deals you're doing tell after the show is important so having a clear objective of how your order process is going to be what your timeline is going to be and how you're going to ship the product to the retailers is super important Wow, Maddie, thank you so much for all of those amazing tips. Whether you're an exhibitor or a buyer at the show, you're definitely going to have some takeaways from this episode um, that you can go ahead and start planning and preparing for Global Pet Expo, which is only a few short weeks away. So, you know, make sure you get started now. And before we wrap up, we'd love to share with you guys a few other things to consider when preparing for Global Pet Expo. Now, with this show, we actually have on the schedule over 50 learning sessions. And now, what are those? Those are opportunities for you to hear from experts in the pet industry, whether it's on the retail side or if it's for marketing in your business, operations management. These experts are bringing you their expertise to help support your business while you're there at the show. And the best part is it's free. So while you are planning your visits to all of these different booths, take a look at the learning sessions schedule, which is available at the Global Pet Expo website, which we will link to in the show notes. And there you can pick and choose some sessions that you think you're going to get the most value from. In addition to that, there's also a networking reception on March 22nd at 6 p.m. Eastern. There's a welcome reception for everybody at the show. It's an amazing opportunity to just network and mingle and get to know fellow pet industry professionals at the event outside of the trade show floor. And also happening on the very first day of Global Pet Expo on March 22nd at 9 a.m. Eastern, we are hosting our very own morning mingle. You're welcome to join us for coffee and mimosas. We will be hosted by Boss Nation Brands at their booth, which is number 547. It's located in the natural pet section. And it's a great opportunity to meet the Pet Boss Nation team. Maddie and I will be there. It's also a great opportunity to meet your fellow pet industry professionals who are either Pet Boss Club members or happen to be a part of our greater community. And as a special bonus for our Pet Boss Club members, Boss Nation Brands 
and us, we've uh, created a swag bag for you guys. We're going to have ribbons for you to show off that you're a Pet Boss Club member. So, you know, there's some extra perks uh, to being a Pet Boss Club member there. We treat you guys like VIPs, but everybody's welcome to connect with us. And we just are excited and thrilled for the opportunity to meet you all there. So as we wrap up another episode of the Boss Your Business podcast, Candace, our show host, always likes to ask guests what it means to boss your business. So Maddie, what does it mean to boss Global Pet Expo? To be a boss at Global Pet Expo, in my opinion, is to understand why you're going in the first place. So if you feel like you're not connecting with your vendors and brands, then build that relationship. Use that opportunity to understand them, to talk to them, to learn about products and learn how they can help you in your business. And if you feel a product category is lacking, then this is a great opportunity to determine ahead of time what that is, to come up with a list, do your research, find out who's going and get to know that product and then showcase it to your audience and your followers and your community to see if that's something that they would be interested in you bringing in. And if you're a brand or a manufacturer, you want to boss that booth and you want to make it a great experience and you want to really connect with the retailers and show these awesome, amazing products that you create and build that business because you are a boss. Woohoo! Yes, that was amazing, Maddie. I don't have much to add to that from my perspective, except use this opportunity, capitalize on it. You are live in person with people. So walk in there with that confidence of, hey, these are the several outcomes that I have for this event and be laser focused on that. And then you will win Global Pet Expo. So thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode in April. And we're so excited and looking forward to sharing with you our Global Pet Expo experience. And if you're attending, we hope to see you there. Yes, please come say hi to us. We would love to meet you in chat. Guys, I'm just so honored that you are tuning into this podcast. And did you know that we've already reached the top 3% of all podcasts across the globe? It's amazing. We're climbing the charts because of our awesome listeners like you. I know there's still pet professionals out there who need to hear all of our doggone good tips shared on this show. Can you help us find them? Now, how you do that is that when you click to follow the podcast or the more you download different episodes, or if you choose to leave us a review, those things will help the podcast get pushed out into the world so that more people who need to hear this will find it. Thanks so much for your support. And until we talk next week, stay focused, stay motivated, and go boss your business.